0: Du hører på en fra Tech
1: Welcome to our podcast. My name is Magnus, and in the studio I have Mari with me. Yes, hello. And we also have a very special guest, Red One. Hello. So today we're gonna talk about Google Maps. And I'm not sure Google Maps needs an introduction. I use it every day. Do you use it, Marie?
0: Yes, I use it close to every day to navigate.
1: Okay, so how do you use Google Maps?
0: Well, I uh, use it uh, even though I know how to get to the university. I use it from my home to the university just to be sure that I take the fastest route and that I navigate correctly. How do you use it?
1: Yeah, I mean the same. I don't own a car, so I don't drive, but I use it a lot with uh, my bike. Uh, So it's very useful to me. And I think what we're gonna talk about today is how it's influenced our lives and the development of Google Maps and how that relates to our using Google Maps and maybe Google Maps kind of using us. I think that would be uh, interesting to discuss. Mm. So basically, What we're going to do is we're going to look at two theories. We have two ways of looking at this. We can say that Google Maps has influenced our lives. The development of maps has influenced our lives. And we can say that we have influenced Google Maps. The way we live has influenced Google Maps. So I know I have my opinions on this. I think Google Maps has influenced how I live my life, at least. I would say, like you said, uh, we use Google Maps for navigating, even though we might not need to. It's more of like um, a crutch in our lives, and um, and uh, it influences the way we think about other other places, the borders we see, and they might be different. Um, and uh, but I also think um, I also think uh we've influenced google maps in some ways but that's what i want to hear you guys' opinions on yeah because
0: so. i agree with you but i also think that it, uh, we have strongly um influenced google maps and it's shaping because um, there is a need for navigation before we had google maps we used uh, maps and compasses so there there has always been of a need to navigate and I feel like Google Maps is um, a part of the technolo- technological development that has, that has happened and that it's just natural that the navigation of course also becomes technical but I think that we there is a social influence to it not just the technical
1: yeah, yeah. I think we can do this uh, a bit general, and then we'll get our guest in because he has a different perspective on this. I think because we're both Norwegian, and um, he's from Bangladesh, so we're very curious to hear his perspective, right? But what what I think we should start with is the development of Google Maps in uh, and maps in general, as you mentioned, because maps have changed a lot and the way we navigate has changed a lot and how has it changed and what has influenced that change? What is behind that change? And I can start, for example, if we go back to before we had maps, you had to look around, yell to other people to find them and if we just really quickly compare, uh, a thousand years ago, you had to shout at, uh, shout to hear who's there, and now you can just go on Snap Map and see where they are. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? But what's behind that change? Do you think that change from the s- sort of primitive to the very advanced digital we have today?
0: That's a very good question. Um, I think that uh, again, the social uh, needs to navigate and uh, do you have anything in front of that?
1: Yeah I mean I need to navigate to work obviously and I need to navigate home again but I don't really need that navigation but I imagine before maps you would actually need the navigation but then you didn't have the navigation so then you couldn't go around right? But nowadays you can before, for example, next weekend, I'm going to Prague, but I already know the map of Prague. So I already know kind of the layout I have. I think I have like my subconscious has built a layout of Prague already, even though I haven't been there. And I think that that's the technology influencing my life and how I live. And um, but then as well, how have we influenced this technology? Do you think the way we live?
0: Well, it is because we have uh, needs to navigate. I mean, I p- personally, I uh, I know many of the directions when because I, I drive a lot uh, when I'm going places because I live in a place where there aren't great co- um, collective uh, transports. And uh, then I will use, even though I know the roads, I will use Google Maps just to make sure that I get where I'm going fast and for me it confirms uh, that I am taking the right road so kind of that uh, Google Maps in that sense is confirming uh, my need to take the fastest road and to get um, where I want to go
1: yeah yeah so that's uh that's very interesting what you're saying there with the need the need for navigating and the need for like a confirmation and i want to hear with you red one because you're from bangladesh right? yeah what is this whole need and interest thing how does that play
2: well uh, this nice question and uh, the i'm from bangladesh and uh, we have 180 million people there and so crowd and uh, Google Map is now part of everybody's life. Like before, uh, two thousand one, there's no internet, and people only depend on paper uh, book for Google for map. But uh, as soon as the in- technology developed, so people have now smartphone. Everyone, and then they have also Google Maps apps in their phone, and they can use their every needs. Since like people, there is hundred eighty million, and the capital only have uh, twenty million people there. So. Uh, what the people use it for the transportation or for to move somewhere to go for the destination, they use Google Map to see which way is the easiest way to go. And uh, also the most important things, our we have a big sea beach is called the Bay of Bengal. It's the longest sea beach in the world, and we have lots of tourists from all over the world. So people actually when they visit there, they don't depend on ask anyone or not paper to carry on the hand. They have a smartphone and they can access everything easily and then they go, they go to destination for to this spot. And I think this is that's the reason why people depend on Google Map in our country because over population and there's lots of things to search on. So there's easy to search on the Google and then can they access and navigate in the destination places.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting what you say. But I'm I'm really curious. Uh, how do we end up here? How how did we end up with people checking their maps instead of asking the locals for help when they're a tourist, for example? What's behind this? Do you think?
2: Yeah, the, when people are uh, no tech, Google there or no it's smartphone, and people only search on the book map, you know, to for the destination or for attraction places. But since they have now Google and apps in the mobile, so they don't need to ask anyone. And it changed a lot. So then people, that's why they like to go visit there and they can get all the information about uh, the places, tourist attraction, and that's the the way how it's changed now in our country.
0: I think it's very interesting what you're saying, that through Google Maps, you have access to uh, everything you need as a tourist to find out everything about the place. Because you have, if you want to eat uh, eat a meal, you can go into Google Maps and uh, every restaurant pops up uh, and if you need to fill your car with gas, you can go in and do that and if you need to...
2: Uh, this is uh, tourist... what I want to interrupt you here, like uh, there is two, three sea beach in the same places. Uh, one place is for the tourist who is from abroad and there is no allowed local people to get there. So the tourist who are the industrial tourist, they can easily know which place is for them and they can go easily there, no need to ask anyone, I either mean, tourist tourist police or tourist um, uh, volunteer or anyone. So it's very good that they have Google map in their phone and then they can get access to that location exact location
1: so do you think this is the um, this is a technical shaping do you think the technology of google maps has made people behave like this or do you think people created google maps to be able to behave like this
2: i think this people, google maps makes people to make like that yeah,
0: yeah. i i think i kind of agree because in my own experience i i know that uh, again, the example with the roads, but it's, I think it's a good example in this sense that I, I know the uh, direction, but I'm using Google Maps to confirm that I know the direction. So in that sense, I agree that it's it's kind of a need that we kind of don't need. I use it as a need, even though I don't need it. Do you understand? Yeah. Because I have access to it.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. No, I feel like arguing a bit. um, And I was thinking of doing the technology, the technical shaping side, but it sounds like we're all technological determinists, uh, determinists. So I'm going to put on my social constructivist hat and say that I don't think Google Maps influenced us, I think Uh, businesses, for example, they want to be visible on Google Maps so that people will go to that tourist attraction, go to that cafe instead of that cafe, to that place in Bangladesh, for example. Mm. I don't think that the the technology is important at all. I just think, or I think it's important, but I don't think that uh, that made us uh, create it. I think our need to display our business and to navigate around in Bangladesh, that's what's
2: important. What do you guys think yeah i think i'm agree with you like people when they set up the businesses and then put their business location in the google map then 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 people can easily access there like in our country if i say in the the capital there are thousands of restaurants and bars and so many things so uh, there's a few few of them are very very popular so uh, those restaurants and all of the restaurants owners they put their uh, business on the Google Maps and then then people easily can access where is the exact location. And like if I if when I went to Bangladesh last time, I want to celebrate my nephew's birthday. and uh, I have uh, so many guests there. I mean I'm a relatives so they live in the capital, so I want to find the location and I want to find the restaurants exactly where is easily accessible for everyone you know and i found a student uh, which is very popular and uh, a very good student so i it was easy for, everyone, for me because of google maps i didn't i no need to ask anyone i just searched the google where is the location where is the places and how is the connect to each other to reach there then it's, it's the, i think this is the social shaping for google maps
1: Yeah. So would you land on social shaping or technical shaping? Because you're not allowed to say both, you have to say one. Which one is heavier? How did we end up with Google Maps now? I can
2: say 50-50, technical and social both.
1: Ah, so boring. I would say... Actually, I was kidding. I would say it's the technical shaping because I would say that Marx, I think Marx and Jacques Lille are very, very right in their uh, judging of the technology development here. I think Karl Marx... Marx is right when he says that you have the faces of technology. We didn't just suddenly go from shouting out to people and looking up people on Snapchat, for example. We needed we first needed to map out the world in a primitive kind of mechanical way. And then we went to satellites, for example, so we could see. And then we went to, to the internet, right? So we could be connected and that that connection between the satellites and that internet connection so that uh, it could track our position. And that's influenced. influence. that's how we ended up now where people are stalking each other on SnapMap. But I don't think that that's just a social need to stalk because uh, 2000 years ago, you couldn't stalk people that easily. And it's, just, it's not like now you can stalk people because people wanted to stalk people, people stalk people because they can now with uh, with the technology of SnapMap and I don't think people created SnapMap to be able to stalk, right? Do you guys agree or...?
0: Yeah, I agree. Yes, I, agree you. I yeah. think that as you mentioned stalking, I think that also happened before, but I think feel like um, it, with Google Maps and other uh, map apps, like uh, Live360 or SnapMap, um, I feel like uh, it's more you it's more available to stock.
2: I think. What do you want to say? Like, um, it's a three hundred sixty degree camera in Google Maps. Then, then there's one thing is very easy to access the location. Or and, and I think this is a very good technological invention in Google Maps that they use the camera three hundred sixty degree in their apps. In their in their in their
1: apps. So you're landing on socio-technical shaping of mm. Google Maps. Mm. Yeah. And you, what do you think, Martin?
0: I think I would have to agree with uh, that one uh, on socio-technical thing, because uh, I feel like if you're going to say it's one or the other, it's. I feel like it's never that. I feel like it's always the one influencing out other and the other influencing the other. On top of that, and it's uh, creating uh, processes in the society with needs that people have combined with the technological that uh, are technology that are developing i feel like technology technology are evolve evolving because people have needs but also because people have needs technology are evolving so we have kind of this need to further develop google maps and services like that yeah
2: i can compare it like like uh, social and technological things like what is practical and theory relation? Like practical is nothing without theory and theory never be completed without practical. Like this, this social needs, people need social for the social needs, people use on people well, depends on technology and this Google Map technology helps us people to to fulfill their needs. I think this both way. Mm-hmm.
1: So if I take on my deterministic glasses now and I would say that I think society is terrible right now because I see all these uh, kids in school, they're not learning because they don't have their textbooks, they have their laptops and that's influencing how they learn and it's horrible and I know Madi, you're a teacher, right? Do you think that the do you think that the laptops are uh, determining our kids to be stupid? That uh, the technology is changing the way they're learning, or do you think they, as six-year-old, chooses how they want to use that technology to learn?
0: I feel like uh, many kids think that technology technology is uh, exciting, and it's an exciting way to learn. I think it's important to not uh, overdo it because it's important to have text and learn other things also but i i wouldn't say it's a problem i'm optimistic i mean technology is the future i mean that's the way that we're heading and it's important that even the kids in school learn this technology and learn uh i forgot the word but uh, when you uh coding that they learn coding because that's a huge part of the future and by and uh, in order to develop or further develop apps like Google Maps, you have to bring up kids who are technolo- technological prepared. I think.
1: But if it's important to limit their use of technology, wouldn't that uh, wouldn't that be kind of in favor of my argument that the, the technology is um, affecting them and affecting what they think uh, and what they do in school? They're learning; it's determining it, right?
0: yeah maybe in a sense but i feel like it's it's important to limit it because you you shouldn't have uh only one way of learning i I mean that's basically what i think but i think you should have learn in when you're playing you learn when you're reading you learn when you're playing a game on your laptop i mean there's a ton so i think it's important to just have a mix especially in the young the young age that i'm teaching but i mean as you get older you you kind of depend more on technology, I think, through uh, your education.
1: Yeah. What do you think, Red One? Because Rogolana uh, and Stavanger is a lost cause, right? There are no textbooks anymore in school here. It's just uh, it's just Chromebooks for everyone. Six years and
2: up. Is it the same in uh, Bangladesh? Yeah, and now it's uh, lots of schools. They uh, they don't have textbooks now, they just give the uh, slides and uh, um, uh, and the devices, they give the lecture notes and those things. So it's not for the kids, actually it's for the upper classes, for those people. But the kids, they are still there depends on books and um, they not only books, they have a picture there, research the books, so they can enjoy the picture and then they can, they learn the things from there. They what call this uh, uh, teaching f- with hands and practical. So, yeah, I see. So, not, so I think for kids, it's not that useful to have only uh, the devices to take the no- lecture notes. People, yeah, yeah. kids need to be, have fun when they study, when they learn something.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this is general, this is my like generalist deterministic perspective, yeah. right? You have tons of examples of this. Like this is uh, Jacques' guy, which who I love, by the way. He would probably argue that colonialism happened because partly due to map technology, right? Uh, the, uh, Portuguese people, the uh, Spanish people, the French people, the Brits, they saw, wow, now we have this uh, mapping technology. Now we have our maps. Let's go plunder uh, tons of countries. Now we can do that. Now we can cross the ocean. We can go to India and we can go to America. And now you thinking everything. of
0: uh, paper map and compass. Yeah.
1: Paper maps and compasses. Exactly. You couldn't do that before, right? At least not.
0: Uh, you had to just uh, set sails and hope you're yeah. going and land somewhere else.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, exactly. So you have this better mapping technology and you probably have better boats as well right so that that inspired them to go uh, go exploring right and i would that i would say that's a clear example of how the technology is determining them to just go out and do something it's influencing their behavior and it's influencing the whole world do you guys agree or disagree i would say that
0: it also again it's We're creating technology because we have needs and interests.
2: What Mary said is really important. Like uh, the earliest age before the Google map, people uh, surviving map was uh, carving, painting and drawing on the stone. Like if, if we didn't have the technology and no smartphone now, that means I have to take the stone and go somewhere to find the places. And it was impossible. Now why people are visiting each of our each countries and different countries because of this t- invention of technology and we have a smartphone we can easily access the, any place in the world and then you can visit there yeah. we do need to carry the uh, we need to ask anyone we need to help from anyone and we need to carry anything with us
1: i want to agree with you and to an ex- uh, a certain extent i do but I feel like you can't even have your need and interest of crossing the ocean if you don't even think it's possible, right? Like I, I don't have a need to go to the moon, or the moon is actually possible to go to, but I don't have a need to move to like Titan, uh, like one of Saturn's uh, moons, right? I don't have a need or an interest to do that because I don't think it's possible. How can I imagine going to another solar system if I don't even think it's possible? And before that, te- uh, that technology, they probably didn't even know those places existed right
0: well i feel like uh, maybe i mean humans have a vivid fancy uh, and uh, i think that maybe we always dream of something bigger and we always try to develop with what we have and we and uh, as a result we do get better technology
1: but you don't agree that the the technology sparked that interest or that drive of
0: course because when you first get something like uh, a f- just to have a phone like in the 2000s, I mean, just that sparked interest. Of course, you want to develop this product as more and more and more, in order for people to keep interest. And as you said, I, um, like companies want also want people to be interested in technology, like Apple, for example, creating new phones every every year or every other year, and just changing bits and pieces but it's a new phone because you keep people interested and i feel like technology is maybe creating a need but companies are also or companies are also creating needs
1: yeah do you would you say they're 50 50 or do you think one is strongest
0: i would actually say 50 -50, i think (laughs) but but that's uh, that's maybe because I'm bad at uh, oh, no, choosing a, choosing fine. one or the choosing other. Choosing a side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: What do you think? Red one. I I told you that this is 50 50 for me as well. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I because so. the perspective. Yeah.
0: I wanted to talk about because uh, uh, Google Maps uh, doesn't look the same everywhere, right? What? what do you think this comes from?
1: Yeah, I would again put on my deterministic glasses and cite this... Uh, what is it called? Lang- Langwinder or something. I can't remember his name, but basically what he says, he's not very, very deterministic. He says that yeah, humans create a technology and they can change that technology to an extent. But then it it gets settled down, and then that's what you have, and then that's that's when it starts determining society. And I think we have so so many examples of this. Uh, for example, with the maps, as you said, there are different uh, there are different borders, right? Because there's politics in uh, there's politics in this uh, technology. So, for example, uh, if you were to go to Google Maps in Pakistan and Google Maps in India, you would see different borders, and. That's really interesting, but I think what's more interesting is how that would determine your view of the borders. If you were an Indian person and you went to maps and then you see those Indian borders, they confirm your uh, way of viewing reality, right? And it's the same in Pakistan, so it's kind of like an echo chamber. So I would argue that that's like super deterministic. Actually, it determines the way we think. It, it changes the way we think. But
0: also you have the, the social aspects of it, which is politics, that influences why there are different borders in Google Maps and why there are dif- differences within the same technology. So there is a social aspect to it as well.
1: Yeah, are those the needs and interests you're talking about? Is that Yeah, the, d- need? the
0: needs and interests uh, of uh, each country. Uh, like you said, w- what country did you use? Like India and Pakistan. Indi- India and Pakistan. They have different needs and interests and want to, and are on different political sides. And uh, if India wants, perceives the world as one way, they want their people to also perceive it as that way, hence the different borders on Google Maps.
1: Yeah, I would just chime in there and say that there are way more people in the world than people who live like total in the world. There are more people compared to the amount of people who live in India and Pakistan. And the way I view, at least from my perspective, the way I view those countries is on Google Maps. That's my experience of India and Pakistan. And my experience of Pakistan and my view of reality is shaped only by the technology I see. So that determines my my viewing of India or Pakistan is uh, directly uh, uh, determined by the technology.
0: That's also a very good point because we've never, or at least I've never been to India, so I only know what India looks like because of Google Maps. Uh,
2: I, I think before I came to Norway, I didn't know the country and I didn't know the university here, so I always depends on Google Map. Uh, I searched for the, uh, the university, how the location, and how many the population there, and uh, I saw there that like uh, from university the drone, how far. To book my house uh, because it's very important for me as a new person so i think all those things uh, just help me because of this google map and this technological i think is the part yeah yeah. Mm. yeah see what you mean
0: so i mean i think we have we've had a very uh, good discussion where mm-hmm. we've discussed technology with social aspects and how they influence each other
1: i want you guys to make a choice i'm for making a choice you have to choose Today, at least, mm-hmm. we can argue all night about the whole development. But today, which which side is stronger today? What is shaping the development of Google Maps as we see it today? Is well, it society or is it technology? I
0: would say you've influenced me, so I would say technology. <laughs> you've very technology, made very yeah. very many good points.
2: Yeah, I'm there are so many good points there. For me. I'm very happy. I think you've made. I can, I well, but I can't. I
0: can't put the social aspects to, uh, total aside. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe you're more of like a lang. Uh, what is this guy's name? Lang, Lang- Lang-Win- Langwander? Lang-Win- I'm not sure. No. But <laughs> soft determinist maybe, yes. who knows. Thank, thank you, you for guesting much. our yeah, podcast. Yeah, and we obviously, we forgot to say, but we did this in English only because you're our guest yeah. today.
2: Thank you very much, to help me I do English.
0: Here. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye. You.